0: It's It's time time for a new adventure. adventure. Welcome back to the Adventures in Business podcast. This is our official episode uh, for the 2023 season. We had a little teaser last week, but this is our first guest of the year and we are very excited. So this is your host, Amy Zander. I'm here with Lisa. How are you doing, Lisa? I'm
1: really excited about our guest today. So I am over the top overjoyed. Yeah. (laughs) How are you? Yeah,
0: I am too. It's a good way to start off the year. We ended last year on a healthy note and we're going to start off on a healthy note. So let's just get right into it. Who do we have today, Lisa? So today we have my doctor,
1: my friend, a huge proponent of my health journey team, one of the members, Dr. Adriana Rouse. And, you know, I really thought about going through and reading her bio, but the testament of what this woman has done in my life is bigger than the words that can be written on a um, bio. So Dr. Rouse, we are so glad you're here. Welcome to oh my our God, Lisa, show. Thank
2: you so much for uh, all this uh... Awesome introduction. You're making me blush and I hope I may, I'm may i able to fit the shoes that you are presenting to me. <laughs> uh, thank you for inviting me, Amy. I'm very excited to be here. And uh, indeed, it's, a, it's the, the best way to start the, the year, the uh, podcast talking about um, health and what I'm doing in my practice. So uh, I'm, um, I, I'm a family physician uh, by training. Uh, I've been... Um, practicing medicine for, I should say, probably uh, almost 15 years now. And uh, I have a private practice in Okemos, Michigan, uh, Family Doc Direct. And uh, it, it's an interesting practice. Uh, it's different model than uh, what probably uh, other speakers or uh, the people listening to us or watching us uh, is used to in terms of um, that I, uh, it's a membership practice. And uh, the doctor, that's me, uh, it's in uh, your corner as a quarterback helping you uh, with all the health uh, hurdles and everything that comes in in the way of life. And I consider myself not only a physician taking care of the physical health, but also about uh, the health of your mind and your soul. So I'm trying to integrate um, uh, mindfulness and uh uh, helping people having the right mindset to become as healthiest as possible for uh, so they could enjoy living because it's all about have, making the best out of this life. We don't have a long life, we have limited amount of time in, on this earth and it's our job to do our best to be happy and healthy and enjoy it. So that's what I'm doing.
1: For our listeners, can you, this is a two-parter, first share what the membership model, what is that, but then why you chose that specific platform, please?
2: I'm doing direct primary care, uh, which means I'm uh, having a direct relationship with my patients. Um, there is no middleman interaction. There are no insurance Um, uh, agents in between me and uh, my patients, um, no third parties. Um, I take care of my patients and uh, they are coming, bringing to me all their health problems. Uh, I don't bill insurances in my practice for this reason because I think it's important to have a direct relationship and it's a membership practice. Um, My patients are uh, paying a monthly fee that covers all the visits and they don't have additional surprise bills coming uh, at the end of the visit or at the end of the year, because um, you know they have everything up front and it's affordable and predictable. So they know exactly um, how much it's going to cost them to have to come in to see the doctor. I used to practice in an um, employed model where I was um, part of a hospital organization and I was contracted with insurances. And uh, what I didn't like about that model was um, I didn't have enough time with my patients to deep, to go deeper into their issues and understand their background, understand their social economical factors that are contributing to their health or to their uh, have sickness more than actually health. And I really wanted, as, as a primary care physician, I really wanted to focus more on prevention. And I, I didn't have enough time to talk with them about what they could do. What they could integrate in their daily life to be healthier. So I had to look for a different solution to practice medicine, a different platform. And I found this model of direct primary care that allows me to have long visits with my patients. I'm doing a lot of telemedicine and interactions via text and email in such a way that my patients that are working and they are busy with their lives, they could fit taking care of their health, not in the nine to five, traditional business hours, sometimes they could text me, you know, or email me in the evening, Saturday morning or things like that, whenever they feel the need to reach to um, their health expert or, you know, I consider myself a health coach, helping them to be healthier whenever, you know, they found the time to address those questions. And so far I'm enjoying it. It's it's a great model for my patients and I hope Lisa is taking full advantage of um, being a member of my practice. And I'm trying to integrate more uh, avenues to help them be more engaged and uh, be healthier. I, and two years ago, I uh, started looking more into how can I engage my patients more. And I uh, discovered um, life coaching and I'm integrating right now life coaching in my practice, trying to integ- um, engage my patients more and becoming healthier.
0: So are you acting as the life coach or do you work with another life coach?
2: I am a life coach.
0: Okay, perfect. And then when you say you're a family practice, does that mean you treat all ages?
2: I treat all ages. Okay.
0: And you have an actual brick and mortar office they come and
2: see you at? I have and- a, yes, okay. brick and mortar office. Besides the telehealth stuff you do. Okay. Besides telehealth. I, um, I take care. It's a mixed model. I mean, uh, some things I could treat in my office, I have to treat in my office and and I have to examine you and listen to your lungs and heart and check your ears. I have to get you in my office to see that. And if something requires follow up or, you know, checking quickly, check in and see how your things are going, you know, with the new medication or uh, discussing the blood result or procedure, then we could do virtual visits. So it's it's a it's a great combination of meeting people where they are.
0: Right. With what you said earlier, where people can text you or, yeah. you know, meet with you virtually outside of regular business hours. How are you personally maintaining um, a, a work-life balance kind of thing when if, if your clients have access to you all the time?
2: Like any business, you have to find your own, you know, balance and maintain clear boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And boundaries doesn't mean that, you know, uh, boundaries are more with yourself. Like what times are you going to decide to answer the messages and how much time are you going to actually be plugged in the business versus personal time? It's, you know, I pretty much check my messages half hour, you know, in the evening and I don't get a lot of messages during outside of business hours. And, you know, they're like, you just batch like everything in business. You just batch your your, uh, tasks and, you know, you have like an hour of answering emails and and a half hour of uh, reviewing labs. And, you know, there are those things that you need to maintain to have your balance as a business owner and practice owner.
0: Right. Okay. So do clients text you weird pictures? Like what is this rash or things
2: like that? That's not weird. That's actually a very good use of, of, uh, you know, texting, you know, and like, I sometimes I ask them, like, please send me a a picture because a picture says more than 1000 words, you know, try to describe a rash, you know, it's itchy and it's like swollen, it's big, like how big it is, you know, and how red it is. So. It's actually very helpful and, and it's sometimes it's a simple thing to reassure them or like saying like, I really need to get you in today or like this needs to be, you know, do this before I get you. in, so I could take care of this problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's no weird pictures. You know? Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I like more when people are, are sending me pictures of their, you know, uh, uh pets or their grandkids or when they're going in vacation saying like oh i saw this beautiful thing and i thought about you and what you said so you know Aww. different things different kind of uh pictures i, I get on my um on my phone yeah I from can, my patients
0: i can um imagine that this is amazing for new parents Right. Because I remember those days when my my firstborn was little and I didn't know, should I be worried? Is this something that's, you know, and just being able to send a quick message and get a get a response rather than having to run to the ready care all the time or being worried. That's I wish I would have had that when my kids were little.
2: And that extends to all ages, Mm -hmm. you know, like um, because some things we need to worry about and some things we could be reassured. You know, sometimes two lines will make a difference into, you know, should I stop everything, drop everything and run or I could continue, finish my work and then, you know, reach back to the doctor or um, see them in the morning.
1: So one of the things, you, you know, you talked about being this life coach coming alongside is almost like that next part of helping people on their health journey. When I first met you at a networking event, one of the things that you said that resonated with me, and I'm not even sure if you realize this, is that you put the care in health care. And every time that I refer somebody, I'm like, you have to meet Dr. Adriana Rouse. She puts the care in healthcare. care. When did you realize that what, was there an event? Was there something that really happened aside from being able to spend more time with your patients that drove you to that philosophy?
2: That's a very interesting question, Lisa. Um, I found myself like through the, my training that um, there are some things in life that we could change with science and with medicines and with procedures, but one things will not change is how we make people feel. And that's the most important part when we are interacting with people that are sometimes not uh, not at their best moment in life and in health. And they know when you care, when you don't care, when you're distracted and you just follow the numbers on the lab results or things like that. And I decided that moment that my patients need to know that I care about them and I care about their well-being. And if I'm not able to help them with science, with medication, I could help them with a good word and, you know, being next to them and being a listening ear. And I have broad shoulders. People could cry on my shoulders. When I was employed and I had, I remember, I'm not sure if I ever told you about this, I had an elderly lady. um, She was in probably in her late nineties and was middle of the winter. And uh, she uh, called the office that she's very sick. And she was worried that she may have the flu, and um, I said I told the, the front desk that I could probably stop by on my way home because she was she was living close by to my home, and I realized I was told that you cannot go to her home. There is liability that is not covered by your malpractice because. You are meant to work in the office, and she needs to make an appointment and come in the office. And I realize that that's not doesn't make any sense. She's an elderly woman that I'm afraid for her health and for her well-being to get in the driveway and get in the car or have you know uh, somebody drive her to my office. So I realize that that's not the model where I actually fit the way I want to care for my patients, because I enjoy doing home visits. I want to see my patients and their environment and when they are very sick and they cannot come to see me, I have no problem going to see them at their home if possible. So um, I, I need to find a way to be able to care for my patients even when they are too sick to come in mat- to see me. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm able to do this right now and I'm very happy with this outcome of my practice.
0: I, I love to hear that this is the direction that medicine is going and that there's, you know, um, more of a need and a demand for for this kind of health care. Uh, let's take a break real quick and just hear from our sponsor and we'll be right, right back with you. As business owners, we wear many hats, but we can't do everything. One thing we definitely can't do on our own is legal advice and services. Katrina Hofstetter, the founding attorney at Cornerstone Legal, started her firm on the belief that everyone should have access to high quality estate and business planning services and solutions that meet their needs and their budget. Katrina provides business formation and succession services. And as you know, we at the Adventures in Business podcast are all about supporting entrepreneurs in the Lansing area, and so is Cornerstone Legal. Start your business with the right legal documents in place and create the perfect succession plan to protect your business and get it ready to sell or pass on to someone else. Katrina can meet you in person or virtually for all of your business legal needs and can be reached at cornerstonelegalplc.com or 517-708-2222. If you want to learn more about Katrina, check out episode 47, where we interview her. Cornerstone Legal, plc.com or 517 708 2222. Building your foundation, building your confidence. Cornerstone Legal. Mid-Michigan, are you ready to up your marketing game? This is the Mobstress of Marketing, here to announce the 2023 My Mob Marketing Summit. Put it on your calendar right now, Thursday, May 11th, from 8 a.m. to 12 p.m. And please make note that we have changed the venue to the gorgeous 11 event site in the Lansing Mall. Get your early bird tickets right now for only $35. Head on over to ZediaMedia.com. That's Z-E-E-D-I-A Media.com for your tickets for just $35. This sale will not last forever. We hope to see you there. Your presence will be honored. Your absence will be noted. So, we're here with Dr. Adriana Rouse, and we're talking about how uh, she puts the care in healthcare and the way that the healthcare is moving towards a more uh, direct and personal way of caring for our patients. So, uh, Dr. Rouse, tell us um, what you are most excited about this year in your practice or in your life. If you've got some events coming up, what do you got going on?
2: So in my, I'm very excited about uh, what's going on in my practice. I am going to implement a program of, um, it's a life coaching, health coaching program for my patients and um, it's going to focus more on mindset regarding health issues and health goals. And um, I want to expand that program to the general population that is not my patient. And I will be able to hopefully reach uh, more people that uh, have their own doctor, but they want to focus more on becoming healthier just by, you know, uh, I don't want to say weight loss because everybody wants, has a weight loss resolution probably for the beginning of the year, but more just to how to implement those healthy habits in their lifestyle in such a way that at the end of 2023, they are happier and healthier.
1: I love what you said about that, because when we think about this is the new year for some of you that are listening for, um, as we go along, but a lot of people set that new year's resolution of losing weight. And oftentimes that's just the number on the scale, right? The, the weight loss journey or the the health journey is more than that. I mean, they're your vital signs there. I'm preaching to the choir here, but I think really helping people understand help your choices in different avenues we can choose will help. Are you going to do that as an in-person? Is that going to be a virtual offer? How is that going to work?
2: That's going to be a virtual offer. I think that way it will be more accessible for a lot of people. Um, And, you know, again, meeting them where they are, you know, you could tune in and, um, you know, your uh, lunch break. And I will, I plan to record that and have it available uh, for people uh, to watch it on their Evenings or, you know, Saturday mornings when they have time. I, I like what you said, Lisa. You know, like uh, it's not about the resolution; it's about. I like to think about weight loss as the byproduct of self care. It's not the goal; it's the, the result. The result is the byproduct of self care, and when you care about your health so much and you care about your well being so much, that allows your body to you know, uh, slide to reach the optimal um, weight. And it's not the number on the scale. Um, The number on the scale is just, you know, it's it's just saying what's the relationship with the gravity that you have at that time.
0: (laughs) I like that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm of a certain age and demographic where I am fed uh, weight loss ads all the time in my social mm. media feeds and things like that, and because I've been on a more functional medicine health journey mm-hmm. in the last couple of years too, and look, and I've just you know learned to look at my health differently. Um, it 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 irritates me that that's the only thing they talk about: lose weight, lose weight. And in my experience, when I started eating better and taking care of my body, I I lost a lot of inflammation in my body, which then made me look like I had lost more weight than the scale said that I had lost because of just all that inflammation. I didn't even realize I was carrying around that inflammation and it was making me look puffy and not feel great. And I just, it just irritates me that these ads don't talk about that.
2: Well, my my goal is to smash the diet culture this year. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. All right. I love
2: that. <laughs> <laughs> because you know there are many ways to lose weight, you know. I mean like if you you could you could lose a leg today, okay? <laughs> God forbidden and and those are, those are gone like 30 pounds, mm-hmm. all right? But do you really want to lose that uh, weight that way? You don't, right. you know. You you actually want to be healthier. You want to feel good. You want to feel, you know, I I'm, I'm looking more at the functional fitness. You want to be that person that carries the groceries one trip and is able to, you know, uh, lift the kids or the grandkids and carry them. And you want to be the one that goes three flights of stairs without, you know, huffing and puffing. So there are many other uh, measurements of vitality and well-being than actually just the number on the scale. And I like to look more at the com- body composition, like how much muscle you have versus how much adipose tissue. And of course, you know, uh, obesity is it's a disease like any other disease and we have to address it and we don't want to completely you know uh, deny it and, and and saying that it's not there or you know cover it up but the way we address it is different and uh, if we are focusing on the journey okay not the ultimate uh, the goal as being the weight loss just the journey and falling in love with the journey of becoming healthier and taking care of yourself and adding healthier food in your in your plate and without losing the enjoyment of eating, you know, and uh, bringing the joy of moving your body into everyday um, routine. I think those are the ways people are going to have better results and feel better in their body than if you are just uh, adding one more diet recipe and one more, you know, restriction what you should and you should not do in your life.
1: And in, in part of the journey, right? You mentioned very early on that you're looking at preventative, right? You're looking at doing a preventative measure, and oftentimes, as a business coach, and I even know with my own health journey, it's oh, there's a problem now. I need help to fix it. How do we? How do you focus on helping people to see the value in? Let's do it now and be preventative
2: before it is having to fix the problem. So because a lot of people listening to this podcast are business owners, I'm assuming, I want everybody to think that their health is the first number one business that they need to take care of. So you don't have, you know, yes, you have that company, you know, like Amy, you have this, uh, you know, media production company, but you also have the company of yourself that you need to take care of and invest as much as possible. Uh, into it, the way you are investing time and energy and effort in your business. Um, it's, you need to take care of the foundation. Uh, you need to take, make sure that you have a, a plan and you have goals and you have um, everything, you know, um, an accountant, the same way you, you have for, for your regular business. Mm-hmm. Um, if we put this perspective, people realize that, oh, I cannot just neglect. This is a serious thing my health is my business.
1: You know, I recently heard a story about a solopreneur that had a business and unfortunately got very ill. And because there was nobody to take care of his business, had to close the doors. And I think we don't think about that when things are going well and when things are going right. But even if you are a solopreneur and you have one other person, two other people that don't know what you're doing. One illness can can take you out in terms of your business perspective. So, absolutely, the mindset that it's mm-hmm. so important to take care. You, 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 I love how you said you are your first business.
2: Uh, another thing is I want to um, empower my patients and um, business owners that everything you do every day could contribute to your health. It's not something that there is a magic trick. There is a magic pill that will make you healthier or something special about coming to doctor uh, more than um, when, what you put in your plate and everything you eat and everything you do or you don't do are influencing your heart, your health. And those are the number one things people need to be aware of that there's in their power to change the trajectory of their health just by Paying a little bit of attention to uh, their activity, uh, the way they live their life, uh, the food that they eat, this, how much they sleep and how much water they drink. So there are small things that are contributing to their health long term and it's not so complicated. We we are creating this Um, image of like, this is so complicated and so hard and you need to have, you know, special equipment. No, you just need to follow the very simple basics. It's simple. Living a good life, it's simple. We just need to follow very simple basics. uh,
1: Things. So if you were to give our listeners one, one piece of advice, right? What is, what is one, best
2: piece of advice that you would like to offer, what would that mean? Don't wait. Start today. Whatever your goal is, start today. There is no better time than right now to take care of your health, take care of your business, to uh, work on your goals. No matter what they will be, you know, if it's a health goal, I hope it's a health goal or uh, a business goal, or you have a um, dream, don't wait. Life is too short. Start now.
0: Excellent. And
2: for our listeners,
0: let us, let them know how they can uh, get a hold of you or find out more about what you do and the um, health seminars that you're going to be putting out this year.
2: So the easiest is to follow my uh, website, which is familydocdirect.com and uh, I have a um, um, wait list right now for new patients, but if somebody wants to send me a message, they can do that easily right there and uh, I, I keep uh, all my uh, messages and uh, I can add
0: Great. And just for our listeners, I'll reiterate that the website is familydocdocdirect.com and we will have links to those um, things and Dr. Rouse's email and all of that good stuff in our show notes for this episode as well.
1: So there's one last question. If I can ask you one last question, please. <laughs> You know, because you said, like you said, most of our listeners are business owners. And when I think about you go to school, went to school to be a doctor, and then you became this amazing business woman. What transition, what was the most difficult thing about transitioning that thought of being a doctor and being a business owner? And how did you overcome it?
2: Hmm. That's a very good question, Lisa. Mm-hmm. So this is, I, as a, um, medical professional, I love learning. And I, this was a different challenge about learning a new skill, the skill of running a business, opening a business. And the most important, um, sentence I, I, um, accumulated, I, I gained during this transition was I belong. I belong in business community the same way I belong in the medical community. And it um, took me a while to believe it and embrace it. Um, but I I knew that it's possible. Anything you put your mind into, it's possible. Uh, and, and everything is learnable. So it just have to f- have a goal and aim it. And I'm sure you you talk with, with your clients about this every time, Lisa, but um, don't let anybody tell you don't belong.
0: I do too. Yep. Everybody belongs at the table. <laughs> I love and that. if not,
2: we're going to make another table just for us. Yeah. And, and that table is going to be covered in healthy food. <laughs> <laughs> well, we could talk about this other time. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> But you know so oftentimes I run into entrepreneurs that have a great idea, whether they're a doctor or they're um a plumber, what they have a great idea, they have a great skill and they run with it and that having to stay learning based and know the business practices and to know that they belong at the table, they just have to make sure that it's set properly for them to succeed because I have watched you over the years continue to grow and um add more value to what your offer is to the community. And I think that's phenomenal. So thank you for sharing that.
2: Thank you. And thank you so much for inviting me uh, here. I'm, I'm really enjoying being part of this uh, project.
0: Oh, yeah. We're very excited that you're on our show and you're our first guest for the new year. That's perfect. Everybody can start off with some new uh, health goals and Uh, hopefully they'll check out your website and and see what you have going on. And we'll be following to see what other great information and health tips that you're going to be putting out there to the community. So thank you again so much for being on our show.
2: Thank you for inviting me. And thank you, Lisa, for making this happen.
0: I was so glad when I saw
1: your name come across the registration, because we talked about it a little bit before, but you know what? When people are ready, they'll sign on. So It's been such a pleasure to have a space where you can tell your amazing story because I know you're impacting lives and um, regardless if there's a wait list or there's things that people can learn from you via the webinars and the programs that you're going to offer, please listeners take advantage.
0: Yep. Check out Dr. Adriana Rouse at Family Doc Direct. Thank you so much for being on our show. If you would like to be a guest on Adventures in Business, it's very easy. You just go to ZediaMedia.com, click on the tab for the podcast, and there is a calendar to show up. We record every Wednesday at 11, and we also release new episodes every Wednesday. You can find them on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts, or you can also listen to them at Zedia media.com we hope to see you in 2023 and find out all the amazing things that you're doing this is a labor of love for us for the 517 and we want to meet more of you and find out more about what you're doing so we hope you have a great day thank you for listening and as always go out and make it an adventure this
2: is a Zenia media production